Welcome to the God-Centered Recovery Podcast brought to you by Narrowgate Ministries. This podcast is dedicated to giving you a God-centered approach to recovery and to life. Follow along. Let's get started. So, brothers, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we're going on a little walk and talk. We walk in and we talk. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful this morning. Beautiful. Hey, so I was reading my normal reading routine. And uh, I was reading in Luke chapter 12 there. And it's called The um, the Rich Fool. The Rich Fool. And uh, Jesus called him a fool. And I think it's really, really important to understand why. I think, you know, a fool in that culture was some of the worst things that you could say uh, to a person. You know, a lot of our uh, cultures don't have uh, cuss words, really. Uh, a lot of them, when you criticize someone's mind, call them ignorant, foolish. That's pretty much the worst you can do. And that's kind of what was taking place in Jesus' culture. Was uh, was if you said that, that's pretty much uh, pretty much it. You were, you were calling somebody, you know, really ignorant, really stupid. Uh, but Jesus said this about a certain man. And you can read it in Luke chapter 12 there. And uh, why he said it, I think we need to think about for a little bit. But uh, in my Bible, it's called the, the rich fool. And um, it starts off by this guy saying, you know what? I have, uh, you know, all these goods and all this fruit, all this wealth. And my barns are overflowing. And um, so much so, you know, I, you know, I say to myself that, you know, I'm going to build bigger barns so I could begin to hold the wealth and amass the wealth. And I'll say to my soul, you have goods laid up for many, 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 many years. That you could take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. And Jesus said, you're a fool. <laughs> you're a fool. And uh, you don't even know that tonight you're going to die. And then he says, where are those things going to be which you have stored up for yourself? So, got to ask ourselves, What's, what, is it, what does this mean? And, and we get huge clues about what this means in the sense of Jesus said, you know, the, the, um, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things in which he possesses. And that is that the, the focus on the external things uh, was this man's focus. He was focused on the outside of his life and not focused on the inside of his life. I remember a long time ago uh, reading uh, what Martin Luther King Jr. said about this man and that he allowed his his uh, means and his mentality to uh, 
uh, be more important than his morality. And that he allowed his the external things in his life to be more important than the internal. And the bottom line is what he was saying was this man um, was one-dimensional. This man began to focus on the uh, wealth on one side of his life to the exterior, exterior things, possessions, uh, at the detriment and overlooking of his soul. And you ask me how this is relevant today. I tell you, this is relevant. This is relevant for every single man. That are we are we going to let our mentality outrun our morality? Are we going to let our focus be the external things? And I firmly believe that that's what Jesus was talking about because later on he goes into, um, you know, the things, what you'll eat, what you'll drink and what you'll put on and stuff like that. And he begins to say, don't worry about those things. And then, then he goes into his discourse about um, seeking the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added unto you. So there was a, a, an encouragement and a mindset that he's not saying that this stuff ain't important. He's not saying the external stuff ain't important. But what he's saying is that there, there's something more important or there's something equally important. And we have a tendency to go all in on a certain area of our life at the detriment of others. And that's the story of here, the bottom line. Uh, when I was young, I worked for a construction company. We built a lot of homes. And there, there were times where we went um, all in on a certain um, homes. When you build models, um, they're built at a way faster schedule. And there's nothing in your life that matters at that moment uh, besides building these models. And if you can't handle that, then you're not going to be the person that builds them. And so I had the opportunity of building models, model homes once in my career. And I could tell you that during that time, nothing else was important. Nothing else mattered. 24-7 um, was concerned about hitting the deadline, hitting the schedule, getting those models um, uh, ready for grand opening day. But here, here's the reality of things is that a lot of men live their lives just like that all the time. And that is the, the focus and the attention is 100% on uh, the exterior getting those money, getting those cars, getting those toys, getting those houses, and all the exterior things uh, of success and keeping up with the Joneses and all of those things at the detriment of everything else in your life. And looking back when I was building those models, was I focused on my marriage? Not that much. Was I focused on my health? Not really. Was I focused on, on anything else? No, because the only thing that mattered were building those things. And we got to understand that, you know, for a season, for a time, there's certain things that become more important, but our overall mentality of our life cannot operate in that fashion. It can't operate in that fashion. 
uh, Martin Luther King Jr., when he was talking about this, he said that um, that it's, there's nothing wrong with having wealth, right? He didn't point out that this guy got any of his wealth through dishonest means. He didn't say that he, he was robbing people and then he was filling his barns with somebody else's goods. You know, he was a respectable person. He was a hard worker. At any rate, you know, he, he, he would earn and deserve the, the things that he got, the things that we call respectable and say, good job. Not understanding that what, where was the investment to his soul? Where was the investment to his family? Where was the contribution to the community? Where was everything else that makes a holistic living? You see, when, when we live and we don't have a purpose, when we live and don't have a, 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 a real solid ends, end in mind, we lose focus to these lesser things and we become consumed with those. And so the encouragement this morning or the inspiration this morning is um, everything matters. Everything matters. Whether that's your, your health, whether that's your finances, whether that's your relationships, whether that's your connection with God and your spiritual life and your power, it all matters. It's all important. And when we, we think of resources and we think of wealth, we think of, of, of money, um, it should be for the building of a holistic life. And not for me to say, you know what, look at the wealth that I have accumulated and I'm going to seek my comfort. I'm going to pamper myself for, you know, all of these years. That's not what it's about. After Jesus gave this, you know, this story, he said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And what he was saying is that invest, invest in purpose, invest in things that matter. Invest in, in holistic living. Uh, another uh, thing that I remember when I, when I studied this with, uh, with MLK was um, he talked about a man who had a Cadillac and that Cadillac got in an accident. Of course, his wife was inside the Cadillac, right? And he finds out that he, that his wife was in an accident. And the first thing that he thought about was, is the Cadillac messed up? And so this is where the, the bottom line of is, that we, when we pursue the external things, they begin to matter more important than what really matters. Did the man think of, is my wife okay? <laughs> is she maimed? Is, the, is there something wrong with her? You know what I mean? Uh, the things that really matter in life. And uh, that's when we know that we have shifted focus. So how do we solve all this? Jesus said this, seek the kingdom of God. And I, and I like this translation because 
In other locations, it talks about seek first the kingdom. Um, and I don't really know if that word first is in there. Um, as I was reading this morning, um, it was not in the translation. And that is the, the word was added later um, to give more emphasis. But it wasn't uh, in the translation. And what that says to me, as this pecking order, we often think this pecking order of God first, uh, family second, uh, job I don't know. Where, where does job fall in? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think this way, but job third. Um, kids. Ah, we got to put the kids in there somewhere. Uh, shoot. I guess the kids are fourth. And then we go to um, society or, or our country or our government. And we put that in there somewhere. I guess government's last. Uh, yeah, you know. And uh, I don't know, where, where, where do we put friends? I don't know. We got to put them in there. So I guess friends are last. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and we think on this continuum of first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And what we don't understand is that is that is very limited thinking. And that thinking holistically and on a continuum is... Not doing one at the at the detriment of another. Not doing one and forsaking the other. And that is, are your kids really like at the bottom of the list? Is is your culture really at the bottom of the list? I don't know about you, but if you put your wife at the bottom of the list, you would trouble. Um, so we think in these lines of one, two, three, four. Uh, what I want to suppose today is the Bible rarely gives that continuum or that mindset that uh, it's more holistically. And that is he, he, he criticized this man as a fool because none of the areas of his life mattered as much as one. So what the Bible does talk about is taking the one and placing it above all others and bowing down to that and worshiping that at the expense of everything else. You think it's semantics. Think, well, it's just words. No. Everything is important. But Jesus says this, to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things will be added unto you. And that our primary focus and intention shouldn't be on our own personal lives, what we eat, what we drink, or what we put on, that we should begin to live holistically. Uh, that's a powerful reality, my brothers. Peace.